What's next? Welcome to another episode of What's Next. The purpose of this show is to talk about exactly that. What is next? What comes after? Tragedy, love, anxiety, risks? You fill in the blank. I will cover topics I've experienced. I'll have guests speak about their situation. And hopefully you as a listener will also send in your topic requests. And together we will find out what's next. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is that you're listening. Thank you for taking the time out to catch us here at What's Next Podcast. Uh, We sure to have another good episode for you if you just stick around. Um, Today we're going to talk about um, weight loss, obesity, uh, depression, and kind of how they all tie together and how there are some things that you can do in order to kind of solve both problems at once. Now, my what I'm going to go through is not the end-all, be-all. Just some personal experiences that I'm going through, been through, and and uh, so uh, stick around as we share more on that topic. Welcome to another episode of What's Next. Well, uh, the last couple episodes have kind of been. Um, a little, a little different. Um, last one we had uh, my son Micah on. It was awesome to have him on and listen to his viewpoint. Um, very different from an ad- adult, um, but really awesome to um, to get to hear the perspective of a child. And uh, he just turned ten. Um, he's kind of talking about things leading up to his birthday. He had a great one uh, this past weekend. Um, we got to take him out, and what was really cool was we had the opportunity um, to uh, play football. When I say opportunity. <laughs> I'm telling you what, it was a lot of work for this guy. Um, you don't realize, I guess, how much um, how much you age until um, you're faced with the challenges of having to get back. Um, back off your butt, so to speak, um, which is what I definitely had to do. Um, what we did was we were, um, we set up, uh, kind of like a makeshift football game. Uh, that's kind of what he wanted to do, had all his friends come out and, um, we went, we, uh, one of Paul from, uh, Just Breathe podcast was out there. He helped rough the game. Um, a good friend, Nate, um, coached the other team. And of course I coached, um, I coached my son's team. Um, we coached, but we also played. So we played all-time QB on each of the teams. And then we had uh, six on six. So it was like a seven on seven. Um, of course, we didn't play defense. Obviously, that would have probably been, we say unfair, but probably not. Uh, after getting out there and playing, just even just a few minutes, uh, quickly realized uh, just how out of shape uh, we are. Um, especially uh, myself, I realized pretty quickly uh, I am uh, I'm out of shape quite a, quite a bit. Um, so anyway, that kind of led up to uh, the mindset and the thinking um, of where this podcast is going to go today. The last, I guess, the last two or three weeks, um, I've kind of changed my eating habits. I have um, I've char- started to. 
uh, introduced greens into my diet. I have begun to watch what I'm eating, watch my choices, making sure that they're healthier, they're better, smarter, I guess. Um, I've also begun to exercise a little more. Um, and so I had lost about 16 pounds going into uh, this day for his football game. And I'm so glad that I had at least lost that uh, because I, I can tell you what, the day after I could barely move, I had pains in muscles and places that I didn't even know I, I would have pain afterward. Um, so it was, uh, it was interesting to say the least. And so I kind of started researching a couple of things because I know that, um, you know, I had been feeling a, a certain way over the last couple of months. And, uh, it's one of those things where for me and this isn't the case for everyone. So again, like I say, everything that, you know, I'm going to cover doesn't necessarily mean that this is, again, I like using the phrase end all be all, but it really isn't. This really isn't, um, the, the, the measure, right? <laughs> I'm definitely not the measure, but I will say that for me, uh, eating is a coping mechanism. There are so many other things that you know, others turn to, and I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with drinking alcohol. Uh, in fact, I don't really care for it much. So uh, that's not um, anything that I, I would see as advice or something I indulge in or turn to. I don't smoke. I don't chew. I don't run with those that do. I'm just kidding. That's an old saying. Um, but no, I don't, I don't really have any of those. Um, I don't do drugs. I don't... Um, I don't really fall into any of those categories, but I can tell you what my thing, and so everybody has something, right? They have something that is, um, that they go to, that's their go-to, that's their habit or uh, their comfort or, uh, something they do to get away from it all. Or, um, there's always something, uh, for some, it's a hobby. Uh, they just dive into that hobby. You know, they, um, you know, they collect things or they trade things or they sell things or they build things or they, um, you know, you name it, there are hobbies out there or they're enthusiasts about something. And so they throw everything into that. And so for me, <laughs> I guess my hobby, I'm an enthusiast and uh, all of my pain and everything, I, I guess I eat, I eat my feelings. <laughs> Um, and it's only some, one of those things that, you know, I kind of smirk or, or kind of act like it's laughable, but that's just something I've learned to do over the years, um, is to be comical, um, when it comes to the subject of, uh, being a big guy. Um, that's one of those things that you don't, um, I guess it kind of sneaks up on you. Um, you don't realize the damage that you're doing until you've done uh, quite a bit, and as far as, you know, the eating, the it's the crazy thing about it is that working to lose weight um, is one of those things that it takes, um, it takes a lot of time, you know, it, to lose the weight. You're sitting there and you're, uh, you're pushing yourself to, to drop that weight and to get it to come off. And it takes, um, it takes forever. It's hard work. You're sweating. You're giving it your all. You're pushing. You're, you're doing everything you can to drop this weight. And it takes it takes forever to do, but to put the weight on, man, that's easy. You know, you sit there with that ice cream or that cheeseburger with bacon and 
um, and all the works and the fries with the chili on them and the, you know, and so one of the crazy things, and so my friends would look at me like, what are you doing? You know, I go to, um, the Jack of the Box, um, and, you know, I'd get there and I'd order like the double, I think it's like the ultimate cheeseburger or something, I think it's called. So I get the ultimate cheeseburger and then I say, but hang on. I want to take those french fries, and I want you to substitute them for the bacon and cheddar cheese wedges. Okay, so that's a big, that's a big box uh, full of big fry wedges with bacon and cheddar cheese all over them, melted. Um, if I could just paint that picture. Uh, and then, oh wait, I also want you to upsize my drink, make it the biggest, largest drink you got, <clears throat> and while you're at it, Throw me two of them tacos in there uh, with some extra hot sauce on them um, for my meal. So I'm eating this big burger, this huge thing of fries, two tacos, and a drink. And so I think about, like, I eat that, and as I'm eating that, I'm like, oh, man, this is so good. And I start to feel better. Like, I feel better uh, um, not physically or not health wise, but emotionally, like it's, it's emotionally makes me just feel better. Like it's like it comforts, you know, me, uh, meanwhile, it's feeling all the cracks and the arteries <laughs> and everything else. And again, I, I, I laugh, um, in jest, um, it's not something I'm proud of. It's not something that, um, I guess that I necessarily, enjoy that I'm doing to myself, but I enjoy it as a meeting, right? I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, um, it, it tastes good. So there's, there are people out there that'll tell you, oh man, you should never eat, um, for enjoyment. Um, you should only eat out of necessity. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Have you tasted filet mignon? Have you had cheesecake? Have you, I mean, I started thinking about all the stuff. I'm like, dude, you're crazy, man. Like that stuff is delicious. Uh, so as I've begun to research and study this, I found that there are a lot of individuals out there, um, that struggle with this same thing. Uh, and it leads to where they say the pandemic and, um, in America is obesity and it's, it's going crazy and there's people that are overweight everywhere. And a lot of it is because of depression, and what's kind of crazy is that when you fall into a depression, a lot of times you turn to something to help bring you comfort and, and set your mind at ease. And so when it comes to the eating disorder, which is it's what I think that sometimes I have, is I, I fall into um, this feelings of depression. So I eat in order to feel better. But here's the thing. Then I look in the mirror. I don't feel better about the way I look. Um, I hit the scale. I don't feel good about the number I see. I try on the clothes. I don't feel good that the clothes don't fit. I go to the doctor. I don't feel good leaving the office when I'm told that I have high blood pressure and that I need to go get a sleep study because I have sleep apnea because I'm stopping breathing so many times a night because my neck is so big because I gained so much weight um, because I was originally feeling depressed. And here's the thing. As you begin to gain weight and put on that weight, it increases the depression and the depressive feelings that you have because of all the other things. And it's like that vicious cycle um, that, again, is joked about in, uh, in the movie Austin Powers. And uh, I'll play that clip real quick for the movie if those of you haven't seen it. But uh, it's a quick clip. But 
it kind of, you know, this is what he says. I can't stop eating. I eat because I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy because I eat. It's a vicious cycle. If you'll excuse me, there's someone I have to get in touch with and forgive. Myself. And of course, he goes on to make a joke and make light of it. But the truth is, it's not anything to make light of at all. The the things that he even describes is that, you know, I'm ha- I'm unhappy because I eat, and I eat because I'm unhappy. But the truth is, that's that's kind of the cycle. It's kind of how it goes, you know. We get uh, into those feelings where it's like, man, I, I'm not happy. So here, you know, statistically, they talk about, um, you know, if you do any kind of research and, and look it up, you'll kind of see these things. Um, you know, the keys to mental health uh, is, and again, I'm going to kind of circle back to all this because everything that we talk about here, the majority on what's next, po- what's next podcast, I'll get it right. Um, the majority of the things we talk about are directly related to your mental health, um, your um, suicide prevention, all those things. That's what we're about. That's what we're our, our main focus is on, and so a lot of our topics are going to kind of are going to be so, uh, so associated with that, or things that kind of lead up to that. Um, I do want to say you guys probably have already noticed by now. Um, this is a solo episode. Um, Andre was unable to record with us again this week. Again, he's uh, he's working on that new schedule. Um, he took a different day off this week, which kind of shifted his schedule around. Um, but I'm here. Um, so I just want to kind of finish off, uh, or, or kind of want to get to back to this episode. So, um, and try to get through this topic, but, um, hopefully, um, he'll be back. This may be one that goes into a few parts because there's really a lot of ground to cover when we start talking about, um, this, this very, um, very sensitive, but very important topic and one that, um, I'm living through right now. Um, so the, some of the, the keys to mental health are social connection, staying active, managing stress, a brain-healthy diet, quality sleep, and then having meaning and purpose. And when you begin to gain weight um, and you begin to get to a position where you are unhappy with the way that you look, and which leads to not being able to um, wear the attire that you might want to wear, which might be attracting... Um, you're also then less likely to fix yourself up as much, uh, comb your hair, do your makeup if you're, you know, um, and I wouldn't say just for a female, there's some guys who wear makeup now and different things, but you're, you are un, um, you're un, I don't know what the right word to say is, but you don't have, you have the lack of desire, um, to, uh, fix yourself up, uh, which then puts you in the position where, you eliminate the possible for that social connection with anyone because you don't really want to get up to go out to do anything. Uh, so you'll find yourself, and I know that I have, um, you'll find yourself in, um, in, in a place where uh, you're, you're, uh, you pull away and you uh, kind of take a step out of the public light and of doing things because you, you just don't, you just don't feel like it. You just don't want to be around other people because then what are you going to do? You're going to look around and you're going to see 
so-and-so, look how great they look, look what they're wearing, and look at me. And you're going to compare yourself. And so it puts up that barrier for that social connection. Um, staying active, which again is a key to uh, to having good mental health, right? So um, you're not going to be very active. You're going to begin to slow down. Um, and I know, I know this from experience. I'd rather lay on the couch and go to sleep uh, because I don't, I don't want to be active, right? I'm tired. I'm tired because I didn't get good sleep because now I have sleep apnea. So I'm not even sleeping full rest throughout the night. And so I'm already tired. I don't want to be active. And so I, I don't do that. Managing stress. Well, at that moment, because you're so fatigued and you're so tired and um, you're managing in your mind all of these things that you wouldn't have to worry about if you weren't in this situation, but you're adding on all the stress, which creates anxiety, which leads to depression and other things. And so um, it's hard to manage that. It, it becomes overwhelming um, at some point. Um, having a brain healthy diet. I don't even know what that means. Um, I had to, <laughs> to really research that a little better, but no, I think it means putting the right things in. I, I would say this, that, um, and I, I actually tell my wife this, uh, over the last three weeks, I've begun to eat clean, uh, eat better, drink more water. I'm eating vegetables, which I have a strong disdain for, I can't stand vegetables. If it's not sweet and it doesn't taste good, I don't want to eat it. But that's like 90% of everything, right? We want things that taste good, but everything that's good is bad for you. But over the last three weeks, I've begun to introduce greens and also take um, supplements, um, uh, taking fish oils, all these different things. And I've noticed over the past few weeks how my focus has uh, improved. Um, I'm more alert. I'm more attentive. Um, I was able at work, I, I think I was in three meetings at once. I was, uh, on the phone with a, with a meeting going on where I was responding. I had people in front of me that I was given a tour and I was also talking to staff and employees and I kind of did all this at the same time. Um, and I was able to have focus and give attention and answer all the things from all three things going on at once. And there's no way that I would have been able to do that three weeks ago. And so I attribute a lot of that to, the, uh, I guess, brain-healthy diet because I'm eating things that are good for me and I felt more energy than I've had. Um, I've also been working out, <clears throat> so I think that attributes to it too. Um, so quality sleep, right? We talked about how that's another key to that. Um, so getting good rest and quality sleep, uh, that's one of those things that and definitely if you have sleep apnea or if you haven't been diagnosed with it, but because of the obesity or eating late at night, or um, <clears throat> just, you know, feeling full or feeling uneasy in your stomach because you had too much to eat during that day. I know that there were times where I would eat so much that I, I couldn't even breathe. It felt like it was just kind of trapped in there. And so I would be miserable. And I couldn't, I mean, I tried to get comfortable to fall asleep, and I couldn't really do that. And so I think a lot of that um, kind of puts a strain on the, quality of sleep that you would get, right? So um, you're not really getting that that sleep quality. Um, and then on top of that, <clears throat> having meaning and purpose. You know, you want to have, um, you want to have meaning, you want to have purpose in your life. If your focus is on those things that are causing you to feel that depression and that anxiety and that lowness, um, you know, it, it causes you to not have that or to feel like you don't have a meaning or to feel like you don't have a purpose 
And, uh, and there's so many other things that come along with that. But again, that's just the key. And it's kind of crazy how, um, how it all relates. And so the other thing that they, that I was kind of checking out, which was, um, which is kind of crazy the way that thing works in, in, you know, the body and, and how, um, you know, obesity affects you. Um, so another chart that I kind of was looking at. So when you're obese and, and to be obese, believe it or not, um, there are people that you would look at and go, Oh, they don't look too bad. But you go to the doctor and the doctor's like, no, for your height, this is what you should weigh. Uh, this is where you should be. Um, so I would say it's not about what Hollywood projects. Hollywood projects these, uh, super skinny people that barely have any meat on their bones and um, are super, super tiny and they have this certain look. Don't look at Hollywood. Who cares what they look like? No, you're not going to look like that. And you don't want to. They're fake anyway, right? Look at real people, but go to the doctor and whatever the doctor says, that's what you should be chasing after um, so that you can be healthy, not about how you look. Um, and uh, social media is another reason to blame for unhappiness and depression and all that. And that's a whole other topic. But trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to be like everybody else, trying to be who you see. Um, I can tell you that the social media stuff, for the most part, a lot of times, um, it isn't real, right? People only put out what they want you to see. Um, you know, the, the friends that you have, that you see them on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is, you look at them and they have this glamorous life, and everything's great, and they have no problems, and you look at them, and you go, man, I wish my life was like that, but if you could peer into their real life, and see what really goes on, you'd see that they have just as many problems as you, they go through just as many struggles as you do, they have just as many issues to deal with as you do, you just don't see it, because of course they don't post that, um, so social media, it's one of those things where you know, being competitive and seeing, well, this guy went to a movie again. I need to go to a movie. That's not fair that he's going to all the movies or, you know, or this uh, person over here, they got a new car and that's not fair. I want a new car, you know? And so you start seeing all this stuff happening online in the social media trends, uh, not even with uh, famous people, but among friends or acquaintances that you know, and you see their lifestyles and, oh, they're getting a new house or, oh, they're getting a new car. They're getting a new motorcycle or whatever it is, a new I don't know, lawnmower or, you know, or, or a big yard to cut with the riding lawnmower. So there's a, there's a lot of things like that that you might see, that you might notice out there. And you may think that, you know, that's a, that's a lifestyle that I need to attain or that I want to get to. And, um, it's, it's all vanity. And, um, I wouldn't, uh, I, I would say that, I, and I don't know the answer for that to tell you how you do that. Um, some people just have to get off of social media because they realize that it's affecting them. They realize that it's affecting their thought process. It's affecting their mind and it causes a cloudiness, I would say, um, because if you're, um, if it affects you to the point where you're making decisions based on what you saw on someone else's post, whether they're a close friend, acquaintance, or somebody you barely know, or somebody you used to know, or somebody you want to know. Either way, if you find that when you're looking at social media, it alters your perception and changes your way of thinking, then you may want to take a break from it because it's starting to affect you. And that's when it starts to affect your mental health, which is something that you want to 
guard as much as possible, um, especially because of what it leads to, which is the topic that we're discussing right now, which is obesity. You know, that you uh, begin to go to other means to uh, find comfort, um, then, you know, that's when, of course, that you got to make changes in your life. Um, so, and I'm not saying that social media is bad. Obviously, I use social media to promote things and um, to to get um, positive things out there. Um, and so I don't think social media in and of itself is a bad thing. I think that, ju- that I think though that if you are finding that it's getting you stuck, um, then you might want to evaluate that. So um, obesity effects on your body. Um, one of the things that it does affect is um, there is a risk, a risk of stroke. Obesity can lead to high blood pressure, which is the leading cause of stroke. Um, I suffer from high blood pressure, um, not crazy high, uh, but I do. And that's one of the increased risks from uh, being overweight. Increased depression. Who knew, right? Um, obesity, and this is directly from um, uh, one of the websites um, for obesity versus depression, and this is a clinical website, so uh, this is not from me, so this some of these things I'm reading here. But increased depression, obesity can affect your mental health, including a higher risk of depression and issues with body image, exactly what uh, I was just talking about. Uh, sleep apnea, sleep apnea, here, there's another one, another one we talked about. Obesity can make airways too small and lead to sleep apnea, where your breathing stops for periods of time and night. If you stop breathing, your brain stops getting oxygen, and your brain is what sends signals to your organs and et cetera, et cetera, your heart especially. So, uh, yeah, it's not a good thing. Um, increased risk of heart attack. Yay, right? High blood pressure, cholesterol, and blood sugar can harden your arteries and increase your risk of heart attack. Next one on the list. Again, these are all causes from obesity. Um, liver disease. Excess fat can build up around your liver, leading to damage and even liver failure. Cancer. Obesity has been associated with cancers like liver, kidney, colon, pancreatic, among others. Gallbladder problems. Obesity raises your risk of gallstones, which may require surgery. Type 2 diabetes. Obesity can make your body resistant to insulin and lead to high blood sugar, increasing your risk of type 2 diabetes. Weakened muscles and bones. Obesity can cause muscle mass and bone density to deteriorate, leading to disability and fracture risk. Uh, let's see. Gastro. I can't even say this. Can I? Gast, wait. You know what? Acid reflux, basically. Uh, but it's gastroreflux disease. Obesity has been associated with a higher risk of GERD, where stomach acids leak into your esophagus. Um, a lot of this is linked when you the sleep apnea, the GERD, um, the the feelings of anxiety, not being able to sleep. They're all kind of linked. Um, skin fold rashes. Obesity can lead to discolored and thickened rash, rashes that occur where the skin folds and creases. Uh, kidney failure, <clears throat> other compl- complications of obesity like diabetes and high blood pressure can lead to chronic kidney disease. Infertility, obesity can make it more difficult to get pregnant as well as increase your risk of pregnancy complications. And joint pain, excess weight can put strain on your joints causing pain and stiffness. Um, a lot of these things I have experienced myself. And it's one of those things where as I read it, as, I, as I've been studying this and kind of doing some research and looking at it, 
and I've kind of thought about, you know, I, um, being an advocate for, uh, against being an advocate for, um, ending suicide, stopping suicide, um, a suicidal bringing awareness to it. Um, being someone who, um, didn't like the fact that my father, um, you know, had chosen to do what he did and, and, um, you know, being left behind and thinking about all that and being like, it was a conscious decision. And, you know, he decided to do that and, and getting to the point where I could, um, kind of make him the owner of his decision. Uh, but at the same time being reflecting, being left behind with all the questions and whatnot. And then I kind of start researching this and I look at obesity and I think about how, you know, no one uh, comes to my house and holds me at gunpoint and says, you better eat that extra slice of pizza. Oh, <laughs> you better not eat one piece of steak. You better go for two. You know, I don't have anybody waiting to give me lashings if I don't eat half a tub of ice cream. Um, I don't have anybody forcing me to go order that uh, ultimate cheeseburger with potato wedges, two tacos, and a large drink. I don't have somebody telling me that I got to do that, right? So if I make all these bad choices, which leads to the obesity that leads to all these other things, and I end up killing myself, so to speak, from it, not that it's directly the same thing, but sometimes it's not far away from that. I'm consciously doing things that are harming my body to increase my chances to be taken away from my children and my wife. And so as I review it and I begin to look at it from that angle, it makes me want to do different. It makes me want to be better. It makes me not want to leave my children the way that my father left me. It makes me not want to, uh, especially as little as they are, they're 10 and 8, I don't want to leave them to grow up in this world that gets scarier as the days go by and leave them um, to fend for themselves, you know, my wife and my children. I want to be here. I want to walk my daughter down the aisle one day. I want to be there uh, when my son chooses his bride. I want to be there when my grandchildren are born. I want to see all of these things come to pass. But if I don't make changes in my life soon, that isn't going to happen. And I'm coming to that reality. Now, here's where this gets kind of crazy or kind of hectic or whatever word you want to use. As I begin to face that, that's where that line comes in where do I make the choice to make a decision that is going to be positive, that's going to positively positively reflect on my life, on my family's life, and my children's lives? Or do I allow myself to fall into the same curse that always happens where I just fall into a depression and I just say, man, I can't believe this. I can't believe I ate so much. Oh, man, look at my stomach. It's hanging out of the bottom of my shirt. I don't have shirts that even fit over it anymore. Oh, I can't button into these pants. I guess I'll buy some new, new bigger ones. And then I get depressed about it, and I do nothing. So there's still a choice there. And so I'm choosing right now to make the right choices, to do better, to live better, because I don't want to be depressed anymore. I don't want to fall into those traps um, that I'm setting up for my own self or that have just been there that I've indulged in. Um, and I don't I don't want to be obese. I don't want to be overweight anymore. I don't want to have the health risks. Um, I don't want to fall into that cycle, that vicious cycle that was talked about from that movie clip. I don't I don't want to be in that cycle anymore. I want to get out of that. And so it's my choice. It's something I have to choose to do for myself. 
And again, not everybody struggles the same way, even with this. You know, I, I wish I could say for everybody, just make that decision and just do it. It doesn't work for everybody, right? And it doesn't always work for me. I have support. Uh, my wife supports me. Uh, she helps make my shakes daily. Um, it reminds me to take my pills. Um, there's something, those things that I struggle with, remembering to do what I got to do. Um, and, uh, so she helps me in that regard. And so I know that I have her in my corner. It's hard when you're by yourself, if you don't have that support. So write things down, look at us. I support you. I'm here to help, um, send messages, send emails. What's next, uh, what's next podcast at gmail.com. Um, if there's anything you want to discuss or talk about or any help or support, let me know. I'll do the best that I can. Uh, you can write us on Facebook, uh, at what's next podcast or on Instagram at what's next podcast. It's always with a K, um, the podcast. Uh, but yeah, hit us up, write us. We'll, we'll support you any way we can. We'll try to give some good advice if we can. Um, remember I am not licensed. I'm not a licensed professional. Um, but I'm a guy that's been through down some roads and has experienced some things. And I clearly, um, you know, kind of give my opinion or my advice on things. And, um, as I see positive, uh, things turn about. I want to share that. I want to help others. You know, hey, I've been through this and this was kind of how it went and how it was going and this is how it turned out. And uh, I made it, so can you, right? How many times do you see those infomercials that, that have sell you that uh, ball of lies? Well, I'm not selling you anything. This is absolutely free and I ain't lying to you. It's possible. You just got to have the willingness to say, this is what I'm going to do. This is my decision I'm making, and I'm going to move forward. And as I've said in other podcasts, you know, what really matters is that you move forward. It doesn't matter how fast. It doesn't matter at what pace. Just don't stay where you're at. Make a difference. Make a choice and move forward. Move on in a direction. Don't become stagnant. Don't stay um, where you're at. Don't allow yourself to... Um, to be in the realm of that. And so as I looked at this, there was a few other things. I'll probably um, give one more. Um, physical activity and mental health and how they're linked. Um, this is from Community Sports and Recreation on the web. Um, they said around 8 in 10. Um, actually, I'm not seeing. Actually, I don't see this right here. That one didn't come out right. All right, let's do this one instead. Five ways that playing sports affects mental health. And again, this is the case studied on Healthline is the source. But this is playing sports increases your mood. Participating in physical activity triggers your brain to release chemicals that make you feel happier and more relaxed. Team sports provide a chance to unwind and engage in a challenge to improve your fitness. Sports improves your concentration. Physical activity helps keep your mental skills sharp as you begin to age by including critical thinking, learning, and using good judgment. Sports reduce stress and depression. While participating in sports, your body will forget the things that stress you out daily. Being physically active reduces the level of stress hormones. Your body will also release endorphins that will lift your mood. Sports help maintain a healthy weight. Who knew, right? Individual sports are ways to effectively burn off calories and build muscle. Being in recommended weight range reduces the chance of developing diabetes. Sports boost your self-confidence. 
regular physical activity can boost your confidence and and improve your social skills and self-esteem. Your self-image will improve as well as your strength, skills, and stamina. So, it's important that you get involved in being active, you know, and not just directly with sports, but it does talk about um, being active in sports and things of that nature. Um, so um, doing that uh, is a positive thing. Um, you know, getting involved and working out and being active. Um, hang on one second. Um, I'm trying to look at this other one here. Okay, so not just that. Okay, that's about the kind of the polar opposite. But yeah, so being active and and being involved in sports and um, or with a team or doing something regularly, find a routine, run daily, walk daily, um, exercise. All these things are going to release these endorphins. But being a part of a team and that stuff, that's where the excitement comes in. It's like, yeah, we did it. You know that 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 uh, feeling of success and achieving. Um, goals and things that that does make you feel good like this past weekend when I played football with my son and I saw them getting together a team and hearing the kids scream yeah and high-fiving and jumping up and down and it felt good to be a part of something together it was it, it did it it felt good afterwards you know like I didn't feel tired and weak and all that um, my body eventually caught up with me and the joint pains and all that because of just age but aside from that I felt good mentally physically um, so these things are true. So don't just sit on the couch, get up, do something, go somewhere, get involved, um, and watch how, how it has that effect on you. Um, sleep. What about sleep? What about not getting the right amount of sleep? Right. We talked about how, um, that links to the brain. And, and so what does sleep deprivation do to your body? Well, number one, it slows down your brain. Go figure, right? I don't get sleep, so my brain slows down, which means my social interaction is affected, and the things that I say are affected, and the things that I do, and I don't want to do anything. I just want to lay on the couch. So then I don't go play sports, and then I don't go get involved socially, and so I don't release the endorphin. You see the circle that's beginning to kind of go around? All right, what else does it do? It can cause serious health and mental problems, just like we've been talking about. If you don't get the sleep, and a lot of times you don't get the sleep because you're overweight. You see how these things are linked? They're linked together. Um, it kills your sex drive, right? And I got to get into that a lot, but that's true. That's the truth. Um, intimacy, the, the chances for intimacy. Um, you're either too tired to be intimate or you have a lack of desire or you don't think anyone would ever desire you or, again, tied together. And this is also from the Internet, um, which this is from uh, Nest... Uh, nest.com and this talks about this is from a psychology research study uh, it ages your skin I didn't know that but lack of sleep I guess you don't get that and it leads to weight gain your body actually burns fat while you sleep and so the opposite is true when you don't sleep um, it causes you to gain weight and so these are just a few of many 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 talk topics about obesity and how it affects you and how it affects your mental health and like I said there's a lot more things that I want to kind of dive into um, bridging off of this and um, it is so important it is so important that um, you take care of yourself physically um, for starters um, because that's what is the uh, could be the gateway or the opening to your mental your mental um, state uh, you need to make sure that you're taking care of 
um, your body, taking care of, making sure, give it the rest it needs. Give it the nutrients and resources it needs. Give it the exercise that it needs. Um, and give it the, the things that you need to be happy. Now, I will say this, and again, this is room for a whole episode topic. A lot of people out there are searching for happiness. Happiness is one of those things that is fleeting. It's not lasting. Why do I say that? I can go to a movie, watch the movie, laugh at some jokes, and find happiness in that. Now, is that happiness that I found in that movie going to last me beyond the movie? Of course not. I'm going to laugh at that moment. I'm going to feel good in that moment. But the second I walk out, that's over. Well, a lot of people, what they're searching for is to be happy. Well, when you look for happiness, it's going to last only so long as it's happening. The second it's not happening, you're no longer going to be happy. Hence, then you go searching for the next thing to make you happy. And so it goes like this. Find happiness? Cool. No more happiness. Wait, I'm going to chase it. So you start chasing after whatever it is to make you happy. Happiness is fleeting. Happiness is something that's presented in the daily life. What we should be after and looking for is joy. Joy is lasting. Joy is continuous. Joy is something that you can hold on to. So happiness is a simple thing that, you know, I'm happy and then I'm not. Then I'm happy and then I'm not. Where's my joy found at? Well, I love my children. I love my family. I find joy in spending time with them. I find joy, which is lasting in seeing my children grow up and succeed and do good things. I find joy in providing for them. I find joy in spending time with them. I find joy in my family, right? Look at the things that you have and find your joy in things that are lasting, not in things that are fleeting. Um, anything you can buy is not going to last. It's, it's, it's material, it can burn, it can break, it can evaporate, it can fade away. But your family, that's 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 where that's where the joy is. And so sometimes you gotta stop and look around and say, How much time am I putting into those things that really bring me joy? You know, there's a wise quote from a wise book, which would be the Bible and God. <laughs> God wrote the book, um, which is the Bible. And the Bible says, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. There is 100% truth to that. And we look at it this way in today's society. Wherever I put my money, that's where I'm showing you. That's, that's, that's what I value. And that's what I see as important. And that's what makes me happy. So I'm going to throw my money into it. And, a lot, and these young kids today growing up with this gaming, I'm going to spend money on headsets and video games and TVs and screens and uh, having the best and the biggest and the brightest and the boldest. And I'm going to throw all my money into that because that's going to make me happy. But it's not. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's not. It will give you happiness, but it won't last. Look at things that bring you joy that's lasting. And like I said, for me, for me, when I look at what makes me eternally happy and joy is, is my family, is my children, is my wife, um, you know, and, and bringing joy, you know, spending time with those that I care about, um, friends that are, that are as close as family, being with them and seeing their children succeed and seeing them um, love their children and be a part of their lives and being a part of something real and tangible that lasts. 
that brings joy. That brings true happiness. And those are the things that make you, hey, I will I have the will to live because I want to see this out. I want to see how this turns out. I want to, I want, I want to be a part of that. I, I don't want to leave. I don't want to be gone. I, I want to, I want to see that. I want to see that through. Those are the things that create that long-lasting joy that you want to have in order to continue on to the next thing. And so, obesity, a big topic, being overweight, being unhappy, being depressed, being stressed, all of those things. Um, is there a quick fix? Is there an easy answer? I wish there was. Um, I don't have all the answers, but I can tell you, like I always say, what I'm going through. And so right now I'm working on it. I'm working on getting through those things that, that cause me to feel, um, the depression and the loneliness and all that. And, um, working on things that are going to make me happy. Ha, there's the word. I'm working on those things that are going to give me joy, actually. Not just what makes me happy. Um, in the fleeting sense. So you can too. You can you can do that too. Um, and so um, I urge you to um, I urge you to really just seek out those things that are gonna bring you long lasting eternal joy that you can use to fight off that depression and the anxiety and all those things that hit you. Um, will it be that, oh, I'm going to have so much joy that I'm not going to have to deal with this anxiety and depression anymore? Of course not either. That's always going to be there. There's always going to be something. There's always going to be something that's going to step in its place. You know, I, it's one of those things where you look at it and you're like, okay, I got a handle on this. And then boom, something else comes out of left field to get you. Uh, and I hate that, 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 but that is the hard truth, um, of life is that, you know, they say, like, there was a saying that always says, well, life sucks, then you die. Um, it doesn't have to, but a lot of times, there's a lot of things that are just going to get thrown at you, and it's how you respond to it um, that kind of affects your next steps. It's not about how you respond to it and how it affects everyone else. It's how you respond to it and how you allow it to affect you. Don't let others dictate how you feel and what you should do and how you should be but rather seek out how it affects you and how it affects those you love. Make your decisions based on that. Find that long-lasting joy to give you the perseverance so that you can push past those things that easily stop you or that easily get in your way or that keep you from getting that joy. Block it out. Get away from it. Look for the, the bad things. Look for the things that bring you that long-lasting joy that you're after so that you can put that depression in the rearview mirror and move forward try to keep it there keep your eyes fixed on those things that bring you true joy we'll talk about this more on next week's episode until next time we'll bring you more what's next, what's next?